Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up? Everybody and welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the podcast where sometimes you just gotta get whoever you can to see who's around because <laughs> the regular crew's just gone, y'all. Uh, I'm Mike, and joining me, uh, we've got uh, my sweetheart Emily. Oh, you're my sweetheart too. I love you. Mwah. Love you too. Mwah. We've got her sweetheart Cassie. Hi. <laughs> I love you, Emily. I love you, Cassie. And we've got our editor, Eric. Feeling like a third wheel right now. <laughs> Fourth wheel, actually. Well, okay, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> would, a kiss, would a kiss make you feel better, Eric? I mean, I mean, dude, if you want in on the uh, on all this, like, you know, hey. <laughs> Yeah, I think putting in the editor is the equivalent of putting in the equipment manager. You're really scraping the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. Uh, no, that's not true. We love you, buddy. Yeah, you're good. But yeah, this is this is kind of a, a last minute deal. Like just fucking. I mean, it's 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 uh, Easter weekend as we're recording this, so a lot of people are with family and stuff, and so yeah, it's kind of just how it yeah. went, went down. Uh, alternatively, uh, Easter's on April Fool's this year, and so maybe just maybe this is a prank. You know, it's like, hey, let's 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 see Mike put a podcast together with none of the regular crew. Well, what do you mean none of the regular crew? Well, I mean, babe, you know, you're you, you um, um, moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, mm. uh, I completely lost my train of thought. Okay, so. Cassie, yeah, hi. Hey, has anything Power Rangers related happened to you lately? At all? No. 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 no I mean, like, I kind of said like to you, Cassie, when you were on last time, and you said no, that you 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 have been watching Kaku Ranger with me. But I guess yeah, I yeah, talked I guess, about that. I guess I've been watching Kaku Ranger, but that, that's Emily's segment. God, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well, uh, have have you two still been watching more Cocker Rangers? Oh, yeah, or something you yeah. want to talk about? Um, yeah. that's not really much to talk about right now. I guess, I guess like the, the, again, we, I mentioned before that the story's starting to get a little more serious, and that kind of escalated to the fact that there was a 
There was a yokai one episode. He was a little kid that actually befriended the Black Ranger, and then the and then it got turned evil by like Young Noble Junior, the Rito equivalent, and became a giant rampaging monster. And they had to like they 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 were able to actually turn him back into a good guy, but then Young Noble Junior just killed him. Well, okay, they, they turned him back into a good guy by ex- didn't they explode him? No, 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 no. They, like, um, convinced him that, like, I, th- I think his, like, little children friends were, like, we, because he had friends that were human children, too, who were, like, we love you, and he's, like, oh, I can't be evil, but then as soon as he's, like, I'm not gonna be evil, Young Noble Jr. came in and, like, blasted him with lightning, and then he was dead. Anyways. And he became a mushroom. And they were, like, don't worry, everybody, he still lives on as that mushroom, but he's dead. So it's kind of like the Super Mario movie. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but other than that, there hasn't been anything too interesting happening in Kakaranger. Okay. Uh, Eric, how are you doing? Haven't had you on in a while. Uh, pretty good. I'm emotionally preparing myself for Hyperforce. Maybe not getting a second season. It's still very up in the air. Ah, uh, dang. I really need to Rip. like check out that backlog, because that sounds really fun. Yeah, I mean, it's the kind of thing where... You hear that it's only 25 episodes long, but when you compare how long a single episode is, Hyperforce will have been the equivalent of, I think, almost all of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, yeah, wow. I mean, that that makes sense. It's an actual play thing. Right. They tend, they tend to be a couple hours long. So, so look forward to us spending four years covering it in the future. Well, is it canon or not? Oh, I guess that doesn't matter because he covered the movie. According to Melissa Flores from Saban Brands, uh, her official statement is that it is canon to itself, just like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. So that's as good excuse as any. What does that mean, canon to itself? It's it's a very it's a very diplomatic way of saying it's not canon. To yeah, anything exactly. Else. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, it just means that it's not canon, but it, like, as everything's canon to itself, like, that's how fiction works. There's there's got to be some story out there that's not canon to itself. How would that work, Mike? Like, is it like one of those stories where, like, at the end, it turns out it was all a dream or something? Maybe. But the dream happened. Yeah, but dream happened. It was still canon. Like and like and like okay like. I was trying to think of, like, what-if comic books, but no, those have their own, like, that, within, like, what if the Hulk killed Wolverine, for instance, like, it, within that one book, it's got its own canon, and that's it. Like, it's not attached to the other canon, but it's still canon, like, everything's canon to itself, like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Fan fictions aren't canon, I guess, at all, but even then, I, I would disagree. Like, like they're uh, canon to themselves. That's how canon works. Yeah, yeah. You can talk about the canon of fan fiction. Sure. There's lore in fan fiction. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember as a kid, I read, like, this, like, 30-part Sonic Satam fanfic that was a continuation of a series and loved Hell it. Hell, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did, too. I wonder if it was the same one. Was there, like... <laughs> I can't... Did Nicole get a body in it? Yeah, although I feel like that's a common trope within fanfic of that series. Was it like a gray squirrel type thing? I don't remember that part. Okay. Uh, honestly. <laughs> okay, let's continue. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. 
Sorry. Sorry, Eric. This was your question, I think. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. I'll just edit all that out. Oh, well, yeah, that's fair. Eric. <laughs> Cry. Uh, no, no. Yeah, so I... I mean, it's like uh, RPM and was it Dino Charge that ended with bringing dinosaurs back? Where it's uh, like, yeah. you, technically they don't fit in, but we still respect their space. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is at the end of the day, like, Power Rangers canon is as much as we're like, jokingly slash not jokingly, like, trying to make sense of everything. Power Rangers canon's just a fucking mess anyway. So I, I feel like they should just take that as canon, the dinosaurs coming back, and just have, like, like a random part, and you just steal a word. So, like, yeah, I'm going to the park today to see the Velociraptors. Like, that'd be cool if they just, like, offhandedly mentioned a dinosaur still exists, you know? Like, <laughs> or came back, rather. Like, oh, yeah. I, did, did you guys see the new Brontosaurus uh, exhibit at the, at, the, uh, at the zoo? Like, or, like, Oh yeah, and like I was, I saw like the coolest pterodactyl the other day. Like I don't know, it'd be cool if people just like started mentioning dinosaurs casually in Power Rangers, but never actually showed them. <laughs> that would be pretty good, yeah. All right, so yeah, I, I, I again, this was kind of a last minute deal, so I don't really have like an intro thing, and that like that was it, folks. So, uh, does anybody have anything else they want to say before we get to the episode? We don't have a talking about things. Yeah. There's no things no. to talk about. I don't have. I don't have a talking about things. I don't have a Morphic Newsmanal. Bonnie. I don't have. You done goofed it. I don't have anything. Well, dang. Happy Easter, yeah. everyone. Happy <laughs> Easter. Uh, so <laughs> season three, episode twenty, changing of the Zords, part two. Uh, we're we open. We open on Kimberly. What are you talking uh, about? We open on Troublemaker Park, and there's a weird mascot, and there's like a fence opening. And, Wait, like, what? We're what? Hanging out and, okay, this is a bad goof. I'm gonna abandon it immediately. Um, what? what? Are you, what? <laughs> I, was wa- I was watching Spy Kids too. Oh <laughs> God damn it! They don't, they don't have, the, they don't have can, the context for that. You can't, you can't make reference to things that happened before we started recording. <laughs> For the listeners, Cassie suggested, and instead of doing the Power Rangers episode we're doing today, that we review Spy Kids 2 instead. Netflix was making a a big to-do about the fact that it had Spy Kids 2. Two specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We we didn't look into whether or not they had any of the others. It might just be two. It was just a banner ad for Spy Kids 2. They did that with the Persona 3 movies. Like, there's, there's, like, several movies, but they only have a second one on Netflix. So weird. Oh, is that is that specifically Canadian Netflix? Because I I don't think I I've mean, seen. Yeah, Canadian Netflix at least. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you Yankees have. <laughs> okay, well, so in the real thing that we're supposed to discuss, I mean, Cass, you can keep talking about Spy Kids too if you want. No, I'm just going to keep. I don't. I'm going to keep on trucking with Power Rangers. <laughs> I really don't want to talk about Spy Kids too. <laughs> you sounded like you did the beginning before the episode, Cassie. You were really into it. I. Whatever. Is this another monster by mistake situation? <laughs> yeah, it absolutely. You can't <laughs> reference things that just happened on Twitter, Emily. Okay. 
Look it up on my oh, Twitter. This, this episode's really inside baseball. It, it was my Twitter, <laughs> Emily. I tweeted about you liking monster. I tweeted. Oh, I right. tweeted about you asking to make a monster on mistake podcast. Me saying okay if you want to, and you saying I don't want to immediately. <laughs> Anyways, let's stop with the inside jokes. Continue. Eric, how you feeling? <laughs> a little tired. <laughs> Actually, no. This episode starts with a question from me. Yeah, I don't remember if it got covered last week, but they have that map with all the different unactivated Zords and Ninja Zords specifically. Did they find a Ninja Zord on Earth, or did they go to another planet? Because I thought the Rangers specifically had to leave Earth to find Ninjor. I thought that Zed found it on a different planet. Yeah, I could be wrong, though. It's it's not clear. Um, I get, honestly, it hadn't even really occurred to me like that they might have just gone to space for that bit. Right. But yeah, you're right. They probably just went to space for the, the dormant... The dormant, what we'll find out, are the Shogun Zords. Because it Spoilers. wouldn't really make sense for them to be on Earth. I just wasn't sure if it was ever brought up. Does the infinite expanse of the park count as on Earth? That's true. That's a good it point. could be the That's end a of a point. wormhole. It, it could be like a, a um, its own pocket dimension that bleeds into our world. It, I, I get, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, I'm trying to yes and, but I like I got nothing, folks. I've got fucking nothing. Um, so we, we open uh. With uh, Kimberly lying unconscious in the command center, Tommy standing over her, trying to look real concerned, Billy scanning her with a, a science device of some sort, as he is wont to do. And he's just like, they basically give us a, a summary of everything that's going wrong. Looks a little bit like a PKE meter, his science device that he's using, from Ghostbusters. Yeah. That's what it's called, it's, right? It's, it's a little Ghostbustery. Um, but basically, the short uh, version. Kimberly's power coin has been taken by the forces of evil, and now she's dying because the ninja powers are linked to... So basically, I guess as an unintended side effect of the fact that like the ninja powers like come from within and stuff, that means if someone gets your magic coin, you're going to die now. Well, if someone evil gets it. Like, they specify yeah. the evil part. I mean, I don't think a good person's going to steal your coin. I, I was, I was, I was going to say it because, like... I remember back when you guys were doing the Green Ranger, you know, the fate, the, the, Tommy losing his Green Ranger powers, about how they were treating it like he was going to die. And this made me think, like, was he going to die? If they didn't, like, completely separate him from the powers? Like, because, like, they're saying Kim's going to die if she doesn't get separated from her powers, but you're saying it's because it's specifically the ninja powers that come from within? It was definitely, I think it was a thing toward the end there where it's like, We've got we've got to break Tommy's link to the green coin, otherwise shit's gonna break bad. Uh, okay, so I guess all the, the there, powers but... work like that. Then maybe, well, it may, yeah. it just I, maybe like, the way Rita gave him the green the green coin powers was like directly infusing him with it. Yeah, he, he was like covered in cobwebs in a tomb or something. Okay, but it didn't happen with Kim, and she's getting the same thing. So, well, that because it's a different thing. Right, the ninja that, that powers has the same effect. ninja yeah. tied their human energy into the coin, so it's a bigger deal 
to okay. have it taken away because it's so, like. So you're saying if like original season one, Pink Ranger had gotten her coin stolen, nothing would have happened, right? But because it's like yeah. the well, ninja like they, ones, they but original we... Green Ranger would something would happen. It's so confusing. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, his coin's special. Tommy special, always special. Tommy special, special, special boy. Tommy I special mean, boy. There, Tommy. There were like two separate times where there where they or just one separate time where they handed their coin over to uh, Goldar. True. Yeah, that's true. Did we had play of the game. You know what? Like us talking about like how the uh, green with evil went down, and me trying to remember it. Just like this is this is the danger of the fact that we're like doing a comprehensive walkthrough of like the entirety of Power Rangers. Green with evil feels like a million years ago now. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it was like three years ago, wasn't it, Fina? Yeah, something like that. It's oh god. <laughs> I started listening I, I, to this show during the Green with Evil arc, which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> uh, but but okay, so back to the scene we're in. Billy's like, "Oh fuck, we gotta get we gotta get that coin, or she's gonna die." And Zordon's like, "Yep." And, uh, and Tommy's Alpha, like, "Try and find." Tommy says, "Like we can't lose her. I can't lose her because he loves her, and that's why he cheated on her." Like two episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's a romance for the ages. Uh, Zordon tells Alpha to try and find an alternate power source. Just basically find a way to sort of at least temporarily unlink Kimberly from the coin so she doesn't die. And then they also say that, you know, they reiterate that Zed has the Falcon Zord. And as long as Zed has the Falcon Zord, they can't use their Zords. And just everything's bad, y'all. Everything's really bad. Well, I think because they have, yeah, they have the Falcon Zord, so Ninjord has appeared, and so we can't use the other Zords, because they're kind of powered by Ninjord, too. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. So they've captured Ninjord, they've got Kimberly's coin, they've got the Falcon Zord, everything's bad. Uh, and then we cut to the moon, and Zed and Rita are just watching them have this conversation in the command center. So, I, I this is probably something that's been established before, but it's really weird that, like... Zedarita can just see into the command center. You would think Zordon would have done something about that by now. When this happened, I'm like, I thought that was like the one place they couldn't look was the command center. That's what I thought. I, I thought it was a blind spot for them, but apparently not. Like, no, nah. they can only look at the command center, and they're always just looking at the, the viewing globe, and they're looking at something outside of the command center. <laughs> Or normally they can't look at the command center, but because the pink energy has been taken away, the command center oh. doesn't have its full protections. Actually, that would make sense. Oh, I like that yeah, explanation. Oh, yeah, maybe they can see like the pink wavelengths from the command center, so everything is all pink for them. Oh my god. Zed normally god. can't see it because the pink matches the red of his visor. Oh but now God. that that's gone. But now there's, a, there's still a Red Ranger, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's a different shade of red. I just like the idea that their their defenses are weakened because the pink red, the pink coin's gone. That was some good bullshitting. Now it's getting a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really this podcast in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, so uh, on the moon, we get a joke about how Rito smells bad because he hasn't bathed in a month. But he's a skeleton, you know. so I don't know. Does he have sweat yeah. sweat glands? I don't know. <laughs> does, yeah. Does Does a skeleton man sweat? I mean, if he has pores, is his does skeleton porous? Oh, God. Maybe some of the marrow leaks out? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> God. 
Oh man, you could really uh, make some medical breakthroughs by like just putting some like funnels and tubes on Rito, and like you ne- like bone marrow transplants, uh, just common everyday thing now. You just shine like a really hot light on him, and then he's just you just got you, bone marrow all over the place. Do you, do you need to have a blood type match to do bone marrow transplanting? He doesn't have blood though, so it's good. It's all good. So he's got like the type that can donate to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. He's I mean, a he's universal named donor. Reet o, so. I, that's it. Oh, so okay, universal so, donor. So is Rita Repulsa an A-type blood? I assume so. <laughs> oh my God. I think we just cracked the code on the uh, the naming scheme of it the Retex so family. Dumb. And then there's somebody who's like, "My name's Ritbu." <laughs> I'm, I'm Redab positive. <laughs> so, so that happens, and. Basically, Rito has the the idea and Zed, like, jumps all over it that, like, you know, who the fuck are we going to get to pilot our new evil zords? Well, why don't we enslave the the rangers themselves? You know, we'll we'll kidnap Kimberly, take her hostage, and basically say, like, hey, you're going to be our evil minions or else we're going to kill your friend. This sounds like it has a lot of potential to fail and have them just get new zords. Just saying. <laughs> no, I'm sure it'll turn out fine for Zed. This is like the final yeah. uh, plan that just finally works. And oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to win. So it's going to be great. It's going to be a fun time for everybody. Except the Earth, but, you know, for everybody else. I'm really disappointed that we didn't get new Dark Rangers. <laughs> yeah, because we haven't had enough of those. <laughs> I'm disappointed we didn't get Squat piloting his horde. Oh, but Dark that Rangers would be fun. been cool, though, because they could have bring in... They Brought, they could have brought in the Kunoichi from uh, from uh, Kaku Ranger. That would be oh, really shit. cool, yeah. actually. Led by Cat. Yeah, yeah. But to to Eric's point, like, why don't they just have like Rito and Goldar and Squat and Babu and like maybe Finster? I don't know, or just make some monsters to pilot the Zords. Could why do would it. you give them to the Rangers? Yeah. Well, don't give them to the rangers, but the last time they trusted Goldar with a Zord, he fucked up. I mean, maybe that's just into the corruption aspect. He's very into corruption. <laughs> God, so we cut to the Gemma Juice Bar. Tommy's beating the shit out of this uh, punching bag. Rocky and Adam are just kind of doing the splits. Uh, yeah, they're just hanging Rocky's out. Rocky's doing that Jean-Claude Van Damme thing where, like... He's he's doing the splits while suspended in midair, like he's got each foot on a chair. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's, it's something. They're, they're splits, bros. It's it's a normal thing, common thing that bros do. We just do the splits together. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Tommy's like, man, I just I wish I could get my hands on Lord Zed just fucking once. I'm gonna rip his fucking non-existent skin off. I, I want to get my God. hands on that skinless guy. God, I don't want to touch Zed at all. <laughs> Even with a fist. No thanks. It would just be like sloshing noises when you hit him. Oh, God! It is wrong! <laughs> so, uh... This is this is really good uh, fucking TV making right here. <laughs> so Tommy's like, Man, I just wish I could figure out, like how they got Kimberly's coin and then up walks cat from the background and she's like hey i can't find him kimberly can she was going to have lunch with me does anybody else want to have lunch with me tommy how about you 
And Tom's like, mm, nah. You're making her sound very unconfident when really she's rubbing it in. She's like so love loving this. It's really good. <laughs> but yeah, t- Tommy now makes a decision that he shouldn't go run off of another girl while his while you know he's trying to help his girlfriend or wait for his girlfriend in what? case the last time. Okay, is Cat evil in this scene? Because her eyes didn't glow red once. I th- she's still evil. Yeah, they glow as she walks out. Yeah, it's true. Oh yeah. Yeah, so she's evil. For sure. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> we really need the glowy eyes to know what's going on. I mean, now that they do it every time, it's going to be weird if they don't do it. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's true. Um, but she walks away. We cut to the moon. And this is where Zed makes a monster. So I think I think they, they say here that this monster's name is Fangenstein. Yeah. Here's, here's a weird thing about this monster. Uh, Zed uses one name for it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Zordon uses a different name for it. I forget what name Zordon uses. Incisorator. Incisorator. Thank you. Like, like I think Cassie said it when we were watching. Like they just they, this one time they came up with completely bullshit names on their own. Like normally they just match each other somehow. But like, yeah, like normally <laughs> just just by coincidence, every other time they've both chosen the same name for the monster. Well, there's a yeah. simple explanation for this. This is actually two monsters. It has two faces. So the oh, smaller face in the middle is Fangenstein, and then the larger face is Incisorator. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> what doesn't make sense is that this monster never dies. It, the Razors never defeat this thing. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah, it makes a stri- or anything. No, it makes a strategic retreat, and then next episode they're just going to make a different monster. <laughs> this monster, this, this monster never dies. It, we don't know what happens to it. It never even loses a fight either. Like it, it shows up as a distraction, and then once, uh, once Zed has done what he wants to do with it, like it just goes away. Oh wait, no, no. I think I think I recognize that guy. He actually works at my local Starbucks now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I would have thought he would have had a dental practice. He, he's a nice guy. No, yeah, he's good. Which one? Uh, Fangenstein or Incisorator? Um, I mean, Incisorator is one who who you deal with mostly. Fangenstein just kind of chills out, like okay. Every gotcha. now and then he'll just like he'll like burp or something, and it's really awkward. But other than that, like, yeah, mostly Incisorator does talking, so. All right. Well, I'm glad things worked out for him. Yeah, he's, he's, it's, it's he's, a real he's monster doing, success well. story. Uh, we come back to the command center, and Alpha's still trying to figure out, like, oh god, what am I gonna do with? Got to find an alternate power source for Kim's life? Question mark. An alternate power uh, source for her life? Yes. Uh, but you oh, know, he did, sees did on the viewing there's, globe. There's just a random couple hmm? walking by that gets scared off by. Fangenstein slash Incisorator. Yeah, and we get something I don't think we've actually gotten from a monster in a while, and that's incessant puns. Just constant, rapid-fire teeth puns from yeah, this guy. Yeah, from both of, like, both parties, because, like, I think Tommy is like, you're gonna need a mouth guard, and then it's... It switches back to him, and he's all like, how you rangers like to chew the fat? Like, there's constant, like... Chewing and it's mouth puns. Chewing yeah. and biting yeah. and the constant puns just really got a little long in the tooth. Yeah, God it's just it. it's bad. 
So, uh, uh, but yeah, so we got to the chance are a real mouthful. I really don't care for this monster's biting wit. Are we good? Is it out of your system? Are we? Can we move on? Well, let's okay. think of another one. Yeah, I mean, like, okay. I, I would, you know, like, I would, I would fang you if you stopped. I'd really appreciate it if you stopped. <sighs> This okay. is my life. <laughs> so, is Fangenstein molar powered? No. Oh God. No, absolutely not. Okay, that was that was wow. I'm just gonna need a minute here. Uh... Happy Easter, everyone. <laughs> Happy two weeks after Easter when this goes live. Make, make sure to brush your teeth, kids, because chocolate can rot your teeth and teeth puns teeth. Do brush your so, teeth though. It's probably a good idea. Uh, so fuck it there's a there's a like a 10 second scene at the gym and juice bar where billy and aisha show up it doesn't matter uh they get the call that the monster's happening and they go to fight and yeah we fight this tooth monster and and, like it it does do one cool thing and that's it uses its cape to fight which is kind of fun but like not much really happens here like the monster fights the rangers to a standstill and that's just kind of like the Rangers never win this fight. They never beat this I, I monster. I guess this monster ever. did technically is the only one who ever beat the Power Rangers because he he wins this this like scuffle they have and then leaves and then you never see him again. Yeah, he does his job. He he bails when Zed asks him to leave, and then like that's it. Like he never comes back. So MVP of monsters, I guess. <laughs> uh, but in the middle of this fight, we cut back to the command center and. Zed, I guess, who just has complete control over Kimberly's body, question mark, because of the coin, is like, okay, I'm going to stop making you sleep now. It's time to wake up, Pink Ranger. And she does. And is, we actually get a really great reaction from Alpha. He's like, what, what, Kimberly, you're awake? I also like what? Zed okay. says, like, am I terrific or am I terrific? And, like, flexes his bicep for Rita. And I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> See, the cool thing about being a no-skin man is when you flex your muscles, you can, people can really see it flex. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Yeah. Look at that striation. Mm. <laughs> Don't you want to squeeze it? Gary, stride on. I'm just imagining that he's, like, covered in, like, you know when you have, like, a raw steak and you just have that, like, water mixed with like the leftover blood left in it that that's just he's just covered in that and if you touch oh, he's him, oozing he's <laughs> constantly oh, oozing oh god now speaking up for people who aren't here he could have invisible skin that's true i don't know i kind of like the idea that like he just leaves little puddles everywhere he walks oh yeah he has metal boots doesn't he Oh, yeah, I bet there's some stuff sloshing around in them boots, though. Oh, They're worse. inverse galoshes. Inverse galoshes. <laughs> he can't very well walk on the floor. He'd get, like, dirt all up in his little muscle grooves. Oh, God. Yeah. That's what, they need, that's what we need to defeat Zed, is introduce the flu to his skin. Throw <laughs> <laughs> dust That's, that's at like him. His, his, <laughs> his morning routine is he gets out of bed and he has to empty out his boot water. Well, no, that's what the piping all over him is for. The pipes go down to the boot, and they get all that blood out and take it back up to the top to rehydrate him. This is so bad. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then he gets so, tubes that go to his arms, and he can spray when he gets when he's in danger. Oh, gross! <laughs> Don't startle Zed, or you might get sprayed with his muscle juice. Oh God, no! <laughs> Lord Zed, you the planet's yours. I don't want to risk it. <laughs> so, uh, the whole point of this stunt is that Kimberly's going to wake up and see on the viewing globe that. Oh no, Cat is being attacked by Tangas, and all the other rangers are fighting Tooth Man. Kimberly looks very cute. She does. does. She's very adorable. You can see the exhaustion of three seasons of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers on her face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you really can. So Um, she goes there and she- Well, yeah, because because again, like, Zordon is like- no, there's a monster in the park alone not doing anything. We cannot save Cat. There's no way we can we can split up the rangers to save Cat when there's this monster in the park not hurting anybody. In the park He's alone. He's also insisting, like, mm-hmm. Kimberly, you can't go. It might kill you. Yeah. And she's like, I gotta try. Well, like, she shouldn't have to try, but she just split up the rangers and have, like, three of them go deal with the Tangas, or even one of them. <laughs> yeah, like... Or Alpha could just teleport Cat somewhere else. Or I'll go down there and shoot them all, like he did with, like, Gorlite He does have time. a gun, it's true. <laughs> Alpha does have a gun, that is true, it's easy <laughs> to forget. Alpha has a gun. <laughs> he shoots it exactly once. Um, But yeah, so Kimberly turns into ninja powers, and they make clear she doesn't have much energy left, like, she even tells Alpha. So they actually kind of point out the fact that Alpha can just teleport things. She's like, hey, Alpha, I want you to teleport me instead of me doing it myself, because I gotta conserve energy. And he's like, okay, get in there. And, you know, then there's a whole speech about how, like, seriously, Kimberly, you don't need to go. And she's like, but I gots to. And they're like, you're a real power ranger, Kimberly. And then she goes to her certain death. Uh, And speaking of certain death, so we cut to Bulk and Skull and Lieutenant Stone. She, and she and also tells them, she tells the Tangas to prepare to be fricasseed. Whatever yeah. that means. Because <laughs> they're birds. Ah. Uh, they're going to get cooked. Ah. Uh, like birds. And I don't, I don't like know what the word poultry. Fricass- I don't know what the word fricasseed means. I was confused. It's, it's a cooking thing. Okay, okay gotcha. Just, yeah. <laughs> Google suggests it's halfway between a saute and a stew. Oh. It's the original cool. French comfort food, simmered chicken with hearty vegetables and a rich silky sauce. Mm, I'm hungry now. Yeah. Did, did you say. Google that and get like a restaurant or? No, that's. Uh, oh, actually, that's from Martha Stewart. It's oh. a good thing. Cool. Okay. Thank. Thank you. Thank you, Martha. St- what do you think? How do you? How do you think Martha Stewart feels about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Probably has no opinion she, on it. Has she whatsoever. seen it? Does she know it exists? <laughs> is she on Twitter? I could I'm ask sure she her. knows it exists. Go ask her, Eric. Do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Eric, bug Martha Stewart on Twitter. Ask her how, how do you, she feels how about, do you feel Power, about Rangers. Power Rangers? <laughs> no, just do you know about Power Rangers? <laughs> do you know what these words mean when I put them together in this order? <laughs> Does she have kids or anything? She might just from that, but like, yeah. She's probably a grandma, I would assume, by now. Yeah. Um, but okay, so Lieutenant Stone uh, is yelling at Bulk and Skull, and he's like... And we actually kind of get the culmination of what we have sort of seen as his his sort of personal arc. We actually get confirmation that, like... And he does know we, about the monsters, which is He does know up. about monsters, 
but he doesn't believe that Bulk and Skull seem to run into them so often. Well, yeah, well, I like mean, he straight up says it's like, short of the Power Rangers, you two claim to run into monsters more than any other person on Earth. Well, and okay. I think that's horseshit. Uh, no, he says, uh, outside of the... Okay, I find it very odd that you two are the only ones in Angel Grove to face off with a different monster. Okay, never mind. I was confused. Yeah. Okay. Okay, because Cassie had had a theory where she's like, literally, no one else gets attacked by monsters in Angel Grove, and only Bulk Skull and the Power Rangers ever fight monsters, or like sea monsters, or get attacked by them, and no one's ever died because, like, it confirms that people don't deal with the monsters at all, except for the Power Rangers and Bulk and Skull. But I guess he does specify every week. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Bulk and Skull are morph touched. They're touched by the morphing grid, so they can. Sense and they're morphing grid sensitive, is what you're saying. Yeah. They have they have enough midichlorians, <laughs> morphichlorians. Oh god, yep, morphichlorians. Yes, that can't be the first time we've made a morphichlorian joke, can it? Let's do this for too not. long. Not to. I, I, bet, I bet Ryan can tell us if we have or not. They, they're pretty good at that. <laughs> okay, but okay, basically, so Lieutenant- uh, just a quick update. I sent a tweet, and I'll let you know if I hear anything back. Oh okay, my god, good. I hope Jeez. so. Great. I love Martha this. Watch 2K18 begins now. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, where the fuck were we? Okay, Outside so Lieutenant Stone blah, blah, blah. Yeah. tells Bulk and Skull, like, okay, if you two are such uh, monster magnets, uh, I'm gonna start power tripping and uh, gonna... I don't know any other monster magnet songs. Uh, I'm gonna follow you guys... <laughs> For I didn't even 24 know what you were hours. doing. I didn't know I was a band. <laughs> yeah. I was really into them in high school, but I only know one song. I'm, it's more accurate to say I was really into that one song they had on the radio. Yeah, cool. Um, but so uh, he's going to hang out with Bulk and Skull for the next 24 hours. And if a monster, if they, if their claims are true that, that they are so good at attracting monsters, a monster will show up. And if that doesn't happen, they're going to lose their badges. Yeah, which cut like kind of seems like a win-win to me as far as Vulcan Skull goes. Because like, listen, if they get proven right, then Lieutenant Stone is going to get off their asses, and if they don't get proven right, they don't have to be cops anymore. They want to be cops honestly, because like, uniforms, because women, because that's even though they never try and use that to get women. I'm so confused with their motivation. And they explicitly <laughs> don't like being cops so many times. Yeah, it's just it's so bad. It's I I feel so bad for them. I just I want this I want this horrible experience to stop happening to my to to my boys. <laughs> Aw, but yeah, and like um, when when he says what he's gonna do, Bulk says I can dig that, and Skull says tag along, and and I don't know why he said that. And Lieutenant's like, what did you say? And then they shout at him, yes sir, enough that it blows back his tie and his hat off his head. And I don't understand this gag. It's not. Very good. It's just it's the <laughs> idea is that they're screaming "Yes, sir!" like really loud. I know, but like Skull's I, just extra dumb in, in, this, in the rest a, of this. It's a cartoon, Emily. I see. I get you. I understand. It's not funny. So though. we cut back to the Tenga fight, and the Tengas actually beat a ranger. They beat Kimberly. Well, to be fair, she, she's like clearly weakened, but yeah. Yeah, now it's Kimberly's yeah. turn to learn how to basket weave. Fucked up. God. So Kimberly goes down. She un ninja morphs. Goldar shows up now that the fight is over so that he can gloat. Uh, and he's just like, come on, uh, 
Ranger, you're coming with me. And then they fire teleport away. And we see Kat and we get the first inklings of her spell breaking. Because she's like, oh, I feel real sorry for Kimberly. Like, she says it really sarcastically. But then there's like a beat and she's like, I really do. And it's like, okay. Well, she also looks a little bit concerned when, like, she's falling. Um, like she, 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 as Kimberly's falling and being defeated, she looks a little bit concerned. But uh, I do. I will say that what she says is that, like, oh, poor Kimberly. I'm sure Tommy will miss you, but I'm sure he'll get over it because she's gonna she's gonna steal her man. Also, is is Zordon? Did Zordon and Alpha just stop looking at the viewing globe? And seeing that cat uh, is being all suspicious, they just looked away. Yes, I, I, I guess they'd have to like zoom in on her though and to hear what she's saying because, like, <laughs> in all intents and purposes, it looks like she's hiding from the monster still, kind of thing, right? Like, right. If you're just looking at yeah. it and not listening to what she's saying. You could still be like, "Oh no, cat!" like kind of thing. I like that yeah. Goldar was too scared of Kimberly to show up during the fight. He had to wait till the Tangas took care of her. <laughs> yeah because there's really no good reason for him not to join in earlier except what? for being afraid yeah, could, yeah i think could so could goldar beat a tanga in a fight i i That's think a so. very good question <laughs> i'm not sure he could a tanga i think he could beat a tanga three of them now hmm. i mean so here's the thing <laughs> like the rangers have to go ninja to fight the tangas they fight Goldar unmorphed all the time. Yeah, it's true. Like, yeah, I think I think Goldar might actually be like the weakest member of of Zed's army at this point. I mean, it depends. Like, are Squad and Babu actually part of the army? No, they're part of the Coast Guard. Okay, so yeah, so it's uh, it, Goldar is like he's he's the weakest person uh, fighting for Zed right now. Straight up. True, true. Yeah. But uh, on the opposite end of the spectrum, our, our Tooth Monster, whatever his specific name is, whichever one you want to go with, is fucking wrecking the Rangers, apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His staff just shoots out exactly five lasers, which is like the amount of lasers he needs. <laughs> it's a very convenient uh, magic spell. Now, now, if Kim had been there, he would have been fucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, the lasers. But are you get. Huh. That's true. Hmm. Uh, but he he gets word from Zed that like, hey, it's uh, you know, you're you're good now. You're good to go. We got what we came for. And he's like, okay, goodbye forever, everybody. <laughs> Bye, kids. And he disappears. Well, okay, wait. Uh, does it's, he it's, dissolve into the dark black night? Say what? Does he dissolve? Is he dead now? Uh, he turns into lightning and teleports away. Uh, he turns into lightning. Uh, I don't know if he teleports away. Is he just like, well, my mission's complete. Time to die now. I I don't know. I see we, we see people teleport like this all the time. They turn yeah. into lightning and, and go. He away, died on the so way back know. to his home planet. Yeah. So, but that Rocky even is like, wait, he bailed while he had the upper hand. What what gives? And then Tommy makes a bad joke about how this smells like a rotting tooth, and they teleport away. And then uh, hilariously. Just in time to completely miss the monster fight, here come Bulk, Skull, and Lieutenant Stone, and Bulk saying, like, yeah, this is the area where we see most of the monsters, sir. 
and they're like, okay, we're just going to have a stakeout. Okay, no, we're just we going to sit we here. We, we pan slightly to the left. Yeah. Right, right. Sorry, my and bad. they obviously would have seen the Power Rangers fighting if this wasn't a yeah. cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we, we get this thing where, like, Bulk and Skull are so certain that, okay, Lieutenant Stone, we're going to wait here, and you're finally going to see a monster. You'll see. You'll see. I like to think about, like, because we get to the part where Zordon calls him Incisorator, and I'm just, like, thinking of, like, they were filming this, and then, like, the person, when Zordon was doing his lines, he's just like, what's the name of this monster? Oh, fuck, Frank, do you know? Oh, fuck. Well, uh, let's just call him Incisorator. What does it matter? <laughs> the kids won't be paying attention. Yeah, so we... We cut to the uh, we cut to the command center, and it's basically the Rangers going like, "Oh man, this is bad. What are we gonna do? We can't let Zed get away with Zed things." Nah. And then we cut to the moon, and it's Zed's basically explaining to Rita like, "Okay, here's where we're at now. We've got Kimberly in our basement in our dimension thing." She's on this, like, glass table that's slowly rotating. I, I was like, why is it rotating? Like, does it need to do that to suck her powers out? It's centrifugal force. All the energy goes to her head and then comes out. She's not going that fast. <laughs> uh, But yeah, so she's getting her life sucked out of her by a weird science magic device thing. I don't, eh. It doesn't make any sense. There's pink discs yeah. coming out of her head. Yeah, we cut down to the park, and Bulk and Skull and Lieutenant Stone are on the lookout for anything weird. Um, Skull actually finds Cat uh, temporarily transformed back into into a cat, in case you forgot she could in, do that. Into PC. Yep, into PC. Pixar's like, hey, cute kitty! And then Bulk goes, like, yeah, it's pretty Skull, adorable. Put, that, put that cat down, you gotta... We gotta look out for anything weird. And so he puts the cat down, the cat runs to the other side of a bush... Turns into Cat. Uh, she comes back around the corner and um, is basically she basically waves to Skull, does the glowy eye thing, and he it doesn't clue into him that that's like a weird thing. He d- well, like, it does, hey, hey, but like after the girl, fact, he just kind of rolls with it. Well, like he goes, "Hey!" and then she, as soon as she walks away, he's like, "Wait, that was weird, wasn't it?" Actually, hey guys, um, uh. Ne- Never mind. I don't know how to explain yeah. that. Bulk and Lieutenant <laughs> Stone brush him off. I do think that this kind of explains how Bulk and Skull never figured out what Tommy's deal was. Is that like they didn't they didn't realize that like glowing green eyes and shooting lightning out of your eyes and shit was weird. Just like I guess, just some people can do that. Well, I mean, like I said, he 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 reacts like it's weird, but he doesn't know what to do with this information. And I do like how like. Uh, Bulk says, like, right, Skull, about some other random shit, and then uh, Skull puts pick, puts up his thumbs up, and the subtitles say, falsetto grunt, <laughs> which <Okay>. I very <laughs> much appreciate. Yeah. So is there, like, a mutant class of people who have who typically have glowing eyes, and then some of them can shoot lightning? The lightning eyes thing is I mean, very maybe. strange, but like, like I said, he does, he does react to it. He just kind of has a delayed reaction. So this is where yeah, we he's get... not used to meeting the mutants. Yes, yeah. this this is where we get one of uh, honestly one of the most important scenes in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which is a weird phrase to say, but it like j- legitimately this is like 
if the series as a whole has a climax, this is probably about as close to one as it gets. Uh, the Rangers are in the command center, and they're like, what are we going to do about Kimberly? We can, we don't know what Zed's doing with her. We don't know what his plan is. Even Zordon is just like, I can't read Zed's mind. What are we going to do? And then Lord Zed appears on the viewing globe and is like, well then, allow me to explain. I, I like and- how Adam says... How'd he get in there? I like to imagine that Adam thinks that he's literally shrunken inside the the viewing globe. <laughs> Adam does not understand how the viewing globe works. <laughs> the files are in the computer? <laughs> yeah. How do they all fit in there? <laughs> I I want I want a Zoolander remake starring Rocky and Adam. <laughs> yes. Zedlander. Yep. It's good. It's good. Yep. Uh, but so this is where, like, Zed straight up tells him, like, hey, I've got the Pink Ranger. She's in my basement. She's having her life force drained. And uh, if you want to negotiate this hostage situation, first things first, you need to let me into the command center. And Alpha's like, fuck that. Only good people can get in here. And he's like, I don't think you have a choice. Kimberly's going to die if you don't let me in to talk to y'all. And then eventually the Rangers and Alphans would uncapitulate. And here we go. Here's the here's the big one. Here's the big money shot. Zed's throne appears inside the command center. It's really cool. Dark evil music. There's smoke. He dramatic he actually teleports in facing away and then dramatically rotates That's toward amazing. the Rangers. It's like I bum, so much. Bum, 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 bum. Bomb, bomb, and it's like this also, is so. There's like a strain on the command center as it's teleporting him, like it's shaking and rumbling, and like and like shit we, explodes. We, we, the we, Rangers' helmets are on the counter, and we see them like wobble. We made a joke uh, when me and Cassie were watching it of like it's it's because the, he they had to teleport the whole fucking throne down there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a strain. <laughs> also, since they were trying to te- only teleport Zed, and they teleported the throne too, the throne is Zed, and Zed is the throne. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, okay. I'm down with that. But, like, this is... This is honestly the most menacing any villain on the show has been so far, It's period. really good, yeah. Uh, and he just... He's just like, ha 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 ha, nice place you got here. Mm, a little bit tacky. You know, when I, when I take over, I'm gonna have Rita redecorate. But, uh, hey, so here's the deal. Uh, if you don't want the Pink Ranger to die, you rangers are going to start working for me. You're going to drive my evil zords and you're going to fucking crush the city that you love. And like there's he goes in this long spiel where he's just dropping one-liners and just reveling in in his his fucking, you know, like sort of victory. And like there's even a bit where he like teases Alpha. He's like, "Come on, little robot, you can come out of hiding now." And like it's and Alpha calls him Ed and it pisses him off again. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's like that's like the one bit that breaks his stride in this whole thing. But yeah, just we get this dramatic shot of him climbing down from the throne and. All right, Power Rangers, this is your dilemma. You agree to pilot my new fleet of Zords and do all my evil bidding, or you can refuse my offer. In which case, we can all sit around and have a jolly time watching the Pink Ranger race away. I will never let you get away with this. Save your breath, Zodan. I'm giving the commands around here. Now, I'll give you a moment to make your decision. Tommy, what do we do? 
We can't let anything happen to Kimberly. She's one of us. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Like, it's an, it's an honestly good scene, and it's, it's fucking wild that, like, all of a sudden, in this otherwise, like, really just wacky episode, we finally get, like, this is legitimately one of the biggest, like, overarching plot things that happens in the show. Yeah, it's, it's, and, like, the, the suit actors, again, are very good, because, like, he's posturizing with Zed that it's, and it's kind of shot from, like, a low angle to make him look really powerful and strong. Yeah, and, and Zed like, does, like, little hand movements and stuff, it's great. Yeah, like, it's, it's really good suit acting. Yeah. And then, um, it's somewhat undercut by the, uh, the credits sequence, Basically, just being a bunch of outtakes of uh, of Bulk and Skull and Lieutenant Stone. It's it's also a little bit undercut by by Zed going like, "What what's your decision, heroes? Or should I say zeros? Ah, oh, that's a good one." He's he's dropping all kinds of like <laughs> like that's the thing is like we're talking about the gravitas of the scene, but it's still a kids show, so he's dumping all kinds of bad jokes. It's really good the whole way. It's uh it's it's something. I'm a fan, and that's um. That's the episode, so what do we think, y'all? This truly is the Empire Strikes Back of Power Rangers. <laughs> I mean, yeah. In, in what way? Please elaborate. Well, it ends with the bad guys winning. It's the second thing. one, and it leaves everybody on a bad note. Yeah. Wait, so it's it. the Empire Strikes Back of of the specific it's, three parts. It's, Empire Strikes it's Back too. of... Uh, Changing of the Zords. Changing yes. of the Zords. Yeah. Darth Vader cut Tommy's hand off. That was weird. <laughs> it was fucking sick, though. Like that was that was dope. No, we can't you just know? say Darth Vader. Like who, who who would cut his hand off? Like Goldar. Yeah, you think Goldar? Could he? No, he's got a sword. <laughs> I say Zed could do it. He's he's kind of the boar of the emperor, though. I guess. I mean, he is an emperor. Like that's the the idea. No, I meant like. Never mind. <laughs> you know what I meant. Yeah, I know what you meant. Um, yeah, so that was... Uh, that's the thing is, though, um, in spite of the fact that like that big moment happens at the end, I feel like on the whole, this episode's not very good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, it's a lot of me... Like, admittedly, you know, a lot of it is the, the moon crew using, like, distraction tactics. Like, again, we... We on purpose have a monster fight that goes nowhere, but like at the same time, though it fe- it feels like, I mean, shock of shocks, you know, a thing you you've never heard on Teenagers with Attitude before. Part two kind of has a lot of fluff that probably didn't need to be there. Yeah, I thought this but, was better than other part twos. I think oh, it's better this because is- it shows that the team is struggling without Kimberly. Yeah, yeah, it it, it has like important parts in it. And that's why it's better, like because like some of the like like, <coughs> like the ninja um, encounter, that's the first one with um, uh, Rocky animation, and this, the middle part is l- like literally nothing changes. At least at the end of this, we have stakes being set up for the next episode that are actually kind of important, and like Kimberly got yeah, there's kidnapped. There's a real cliffhanger. Like it escalated. Things escalated in this episode rather than it just sending. Ex- Rather than just staying the complete status quo of the first part, which is what most two-parters do. But still, it's kind of, yeah, like a little bit mid- uh, middling. It's incredibly mil- middling. It is the middle chapter. In, in the highly competitive field of part twos to three-parters in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, this one towers over them all. 
this is far and away the best one, but it is still a part two. So, yeah. But that said, like, yeah, that that whole bit with Zed, like, in the command center, making ransom demands effectively, like, that's pretty neat. And he's just like, you know, all right, Rangers, you're gonna you're gonna pilot my evil Zords, um, you know, or else Kimberly's gonna die. And like, I I see no flaws in this plan. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Um, and that's, that's it. Uh, also, yeah, like, there wasn't a lot of completely goofy stuff either, so there wasn't too much to talk about in that way, and some of the other part twos had that stuff. Yeah, there was the bulk and skull bit, but even that was, that was a bit more low-key than it usually is. The initial scene where, uh, Lieutenant Stone's tie getting blown back, like, notwithstanding, like, it's just kind of Lieutenant Stone going, I don't see any monsters, and Bulk and Skull going, you'll see. You'll see, Lieutenant Stone. We promise. And that's, yeah. So, um, unless anybody else has any additional thoughts, why don't we go ahead and take a quick break? All right. All right. We'll be right back. Howdy, everybody. Zach here. Uh, no, not that Zach, a different one. I, um, I host a show on audio intro... Mm, okay. I'm the Zach whose podcast is about brightly colored heroes who fight... Okay, I hear it. I hear what I'm saying. I'm the Zach who can drink water. There we go. Got it. Okay. All Along the Watchtower, it's another podcast here on the Audio Entropy Network. We're rewatching the DC Animated Universe show by show because we looked at the other rewatch podcasts and said, that's cool. What if we did six shows at the same time? Uh, we got new episodes Wednesdays. Anyways, uh, sorry for intruding, and uh, go back to your regularly scheduled Power Rangers. Bye. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. And uh, once again, as I sometimes get to do when I'm the host, I put together a little game for us. And... Um, Full disclosure, a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. I actually wanted to make a new game for this one, because I know I've done the IMDb game like a billion times at this point. But what I was trying to make wound up not quite working out. I'm not going to reveal what it was, because I could still potentially do something with it in the future. But it didn't quite pan out. I even tried to go back to the eBay game, but um, I wanted to make this one themed around cats, because, I mean, we've been having a whole cat thing lately. And it turns out if you go to eBay and look for cats, you mostly just find construction equipment. Because of the, the, the brand of, like, Bulldozer Company, C-A-T, whatever they are. Oh, interesting. That's weird. Yeah, so, wound up falling back on the IMDb game. And, again, as I just said, this the thing that links all of these movies is cats. Cat. Yeah, okay. I know at least one of these options is going to result in you saying, a talking cat. It's sure very hope. possible. It's very possible. <laughs> uh, I will say, though... Uh, to help make it less likely that the categories would give away the movie, uh, each of these categories is actually one of the plot keywords uh, to the movie, in addition to the three I'm going to give you. So you're actually getting an extra hint. You're going to oh, get four oh. total keywords oh, for the for the films in question. Um, anyways, for folks who might be hearing us do this for the first time, the way the IMDb game works is each person is going to get a turn picking a category. I will uh, category. Yeah, I, that was an unintentional <laughs> pun that made Cassie go like just really get really mad at me during the break. Um, 
But anyway, they're going to get the title of the film, the year the film was released, the plot synopsis, three additional plot keywords, and the number of people who rated it, and they are going to try to guess what the IMDb user rating of the film is. After they've made their guess, the other two players will guess whether they think the actual answer is higher or lower. If they're right, they get a point. If they're wrong, the person in the hot seat gets the point. And if the person in the hot seat gets a guess exactly right, not only will they bank the points from the other players automatically being wrong, they'll get an additional five-point bonus. Mm. We're going to go with four. Uh, there are going to be four rounds, and in each uh, round, the you know the questions are going to be worth one, two, three, four, four points. Uh, the five-point bonus will stay at five points, though. That's There's been some confusion about that in the past. That's going to stay at five, no matter what round we're in. Um, and that's really the long and short of it. I've got a special bonus question at the end. Uh, and yeah, I'm so excited. So, everybody ready? Anybody yeah. need any additional explanation? No. Okay. Do you have any particular requests for your thinking music? Hmm. <laughs> no, just just some just something uh, just something game showy. I will say I, I do want to request some cool sound effects, like maybe when someone like uh does good, maybe like a pew pew noise. And maybe like when something bad happens, like a pew. I don't. I don't want. I don't want you to spam them. But like I don't know. Maybe just throw one in here and there. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, so I just cute. love when shitty game shows do that. Like it's like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. The answer was Zimbabwe. Or like bang when you get something yeah. right or something like that. <laughs> yep. Oh, here comes the whammy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> actually, you know what? On second thought, let's not do all these sound effects. No, um, you, you should do them, but just just take the clips we just did. God, <laughs> it's slightly but and like whole, and like reverb and shit. We're, like we're 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 just farting around and joking, but we're also giving Eric a ton of work to do. Or like edited cat noises every time, just like a cat meowing. Oh, at, you know, Ooh, yeah. I could do purring for a good job and then hissing for a bad yeah, job. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, and uh, in any case, and then for so a really bad off... job, I'll do dry heaving. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, no, thank. No, let's not subject our listeners to that, please. I feel like that would that would like literally like make people vomit if they heard that. <laughs> April Fools. Damn it. <laughs> April Fools two weeks late. Um, in any case, let me go ahead and read off our list of plot keywords. Real estate agent. Record player. Railway station. Martial arts. British man. Grass. Copyright. Wristwatch. Bathtub. Police. Three word title. And liquid. Liquid. Yeah. Liquid. Liquid. <laughs> and uh, Cassie, as our guest, you get to go first. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the police. God. Okay. Going with police. Let me just scroll on down. Excuse you. I, I said police. Police. Okay. Well, you're going to pay for that one, Cassie. Right, Your movie man. is... Your movie is Catwoman from 2004. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> Description. A shy woman, uh, endowed with the speed, reflexes, and senses of a cat, 
walks a thin line between criminal and hero, even as a detective doggedly pursues her, fascinated by both of her personas. Plot Sorry, keywords what include. Sorry, called a fursona? <laughs> God. Well, I mean, one of them's not a fursona. One of them's just her as a person. I said, I said one of them's called a fursona. It's a persona oh, and okay. a fursona. What I'm saying. And, like, if you've seen the movie, Unleash she literally, your fursona. like, purrs and, like, licks her hand and, like, she, she, she becomes a cat. Like, for reals. So. Okay. Uh, plot keywords include whip, whipping, God. and whip fight. Oh, this whip fight. Yeah. So she fights with the whip. Well, it's not a fight between two people with whips. That's boring. I don't know. I just I'm just looking at the plot records. I've I've never I've never seen this movie, and I don't plan to. Simon Belmont does show up in the third act, and they fight. Oh, cool! <laughs> wow. Does eat shit, Marvel? That's the most ambitious crossover in history. Um, that meme's already old, Mike. Uh, also, the bad guys care. the bad guys in the movie are an evil makeup company. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 95,596 people rated this movie. What do you think the rating is, Cassie? Oh, gosh. Well, I've heard it's very bad. But at the same time, I think people might push back against that. Uh, 4.1. Oh. Okay, Cassie says 4.1. Eric, do you think the actual answer is higher or lower than 4.1? Higher. And Emily, what do you think? Lower? I would have said, like, 2.5. Top. Top. Oh, that's way too low. Mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> the actual answer is... 3.3. I won. So, lower. Yeah. <laughs> well, Not shocking. I, I also kind of won. Why? Huh? Well, I, mean, I want Eric's yeah, you points. Just, yeah, Cassie oh, gets a point yeah. for Eric being... Wrong. There you go. Yeah. I kind of won, and you won. Yeah. So that's great. Solid performance. Speaking of Eric, you get to pick a category now. I would like to pick martial arts, please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Eric. It's martial arts. Mm. Uh. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> And Cassia, I, I, you're probably reali- you're probably realizing how much actual dead air these games have before Eric adds the cool music oh, and shit. Yeah, no, I, I get it. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, Eric, your movie is Cats and Dogs from 2001. I oh, saw God. this in theaters. Wonderful. I did not want to see it because the cats were bad guys, and I didn't like that. Cats are plot very description. Good. A look at the top-secret high-tech espionage war going on between cats and dogs, of which their human owners are blissfully unaware. Plot keywords include bully comeuppance, tied to a chair, and flatulence. Oh, that's not very good. Was Zach Braff the lead dog? Possibly? Okay, I wasn't sure if he had the page open. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I, I I get my notes together in advance. I don't have INDB tabs open right now. Uh, Fifty thousand one hundred and eight ratings. What is the user IMDb rating for Cats and Dogs from two thousand one? Eric, I'm going to give it a five point six. Okay, Cassie, do you think it is higher or lower than five point six? Oh gosh. Um... 
I'm gonna go lower. Alright, and Emily. I feel like that's a really it's probably what it is, is around like five point five or five maybe a little bit like ah oh god, it's really tough, cause like I feel like Eric did a pretty good job of nailing it. Um I mean, it's a family movie, so I'm guessing parents are rating it. I'll say higher, just in case. Okay. The actual answer is 5.1. Damn yes! <laughs> I knew she was I knew he was close. So Cassie's on fire here at the start, but Emily, it's your turn to pick a category. Let's go with uh, a bathtub. I couldn't think of a pad, a cat pun for bathtub. <laughs> oh, cat wait! Bathtub! Yeah, no, okay. that's bad. <laughs> Alright, hon. A your movie tub. <sighs> God, that's a stretch. Um, hun, your movie is Fritz the Cat from 1972. Oh, shit! Nice. Nice. The original furry movie. That's awesome. (laughs) Description. A hypocritical swinging college student cat raises hell in a satirical version of various elements of the 1960s. Keywords include neo-Nazi, controversy, and animal penis. Uh, Oh! Yeah, there's like sex scenes in the movie. Okay, I do not... No, that this was a lewd movie. Okay. Fritz the Cat is famous for being like the first X-rated animated film. There's, and it's it's chock full of provocative and offensive shit. Yeah, the the, the comic was like that too. It was supposed to be kind of this like, like um, yeah, like an edgy comic. Like it's it was trying to be like groundbreaking and shocking and stuff. Let me let me say this. I would say it's not porn, but it's like yeah, yeah. I will say, uh, uh, kind of another peek behind the curtain. When I was looking at the list of keywords for this, I was having a hard time picking three that I was willing to read on the air on the show without bringing the room down. And bear in mind that one of the ones I went with was Neo-Nazi. So... Jesus. Yeah. Uh, 9,341 people rated this movie. I feel like the people who went to watch this movie are people who are interested in the source material and, like probably are already kind of like it's kind of like a cult following i would say so i'm gonna go with 6.3 okay uh cassie higher or lower than 6.3 well if they're interested in the source material then they probably hate it because the comics are better so i'm gonna go lower all I'm right, at, I'm at more like you know that they're for the furry stuff. <laughs> but yeah, okay. <laughs> I was thinking six point five or six point six, so I'm gonna go higher. Okay, the actual rating is six point three. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Yes! Nailed it! Woo! Yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Emily just bursting into the lead. Yeah! Uh, right now I've it's. I've done this uh, twice I'm, now in this game where I've gotten the perfect, like, exact score, and I'm so happy. Perfect exact score. God damn it. <laughs> uh, so right now it's Cassie at two, Eric at one, Emily at eight. But don't worry, there's still plenty of points to go around. So two points a pop here in round two. 6.3 popped in my head, like, as soon as you said what movie it was. I'm like, that's what number it's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're actually going to go in reverse for round two. So, Emily, it's back around to you. Okay. Pick a category. Well, um, I, I am a, a, a fan for um, men with the British accent, like Sir Amorick from Final Fantasy. So I'm going to go with British man. Excuse you, British man. That's very good. I can't, I thank you for coming up with that because I could not come up with anything. This is going to keep happening. Your movie for British Mian <laughs> is The Truth About Cats and Dogs from 1996. Description A successful veterinarian and radio show host with low self esteem asks her model friend to impersonate her when a handsome man wants to see her. It's it's like this weird Cyrano de Bergerac remake starring Uma Thurman and, and Janine Garofalo. It's weird. Uh, plot keywords include telephone sex, <laughs> masturbation, good, and a dog on roller skates. That's the best part. That that was <laughs> I want to see this movie for that one scene. Now the dog on roller skates. I'll just fast forward until I see it. <laughs> the dog on roller skates was so amazing it led to the second keyword. Yep. Uh, twenty three thousand three hundred and sixty six people rated this movie. It's an average movie, probably. It probably doesn't have a lot of haters or lovers of it. So I'm going to say it's like a f- 4.5. All right, 4.5. Cassie, I'm less confident lower. about this than the Fritz the Cat one now. <laughs> I think I'm going to go higher. Eric? I'm thinking 7.2. So higher. higher? Okay. Okay, well, the actual rating is 6.3. Oh, damn it. Yeah, I should have just gone with the same answer again. Apparently. <laughs> just like always pick C, all the answers are going to be 6.3. Damn it. I'm, oh, I'm mad. <laughs> I should have done it as a joke, and then I would have been right, but I fucked up. <laughs> Eric, it's your pick again. I am going to go with wristwatch. Wrist. No, nothing for wristwatch? Fuck, I got... Yeah, I got nothing. Okay. Shit. I'm upset. Alright. Eric, your movie is... That Darn Cat from 1965. Oh, not the 90s version. That's what I watched. Yeah, there was there was a 90s remake, so that, that that's actually going to be, I guess, kind of a clue for you, is that this movie was well-known and popular enough to get a remake, like, 30-something years later. Was this Disney? Yep. Okay. Uh, pl- it is live action, though. It's not a cartoon. It right, is a live right. action Disney thing. Uh, descri- actually, mm, would this qualify for TCOM? I don't know. Is it a Disney Channel thing, or was it a theater movie the second know. time they made it? I have it? no idea. What's it called again? Uh, that Darn Cat. I can't look it up, but I will With an exclamation this. point. <laughs> uh, description. Emily, we should watch the, the 90s version, because that's what I watched as a kid. Sure. I'm down. All right. Uh, description. After a kidnapped bank teller uses a neighbor's wandering cat to send an SOS, the FBI assigns a cat allergic agent to the case. Plot keywords Why? include. So, okay, that, that sounds like it's a cause and effect. Like, oh, there's this cat. Let's send the one who's allergic to cats to solve this. <laughs> yeah, no, like, that's just the source of the comedy is he's allergic. Uh, plot keywords include suburb, nosy neighbor, 
and pistol. 4,616 ratings. What is the uh, IMDb rating for that darn cat, Eric? I'm going to give it a 5.9. 5.9. Cassie, do you think it is higher or lower than 5.9? I don't think people would go back to that movie if they thought it was going to be bad. Like, go back to review it. I'm going to say it's higher. And Emily. I'm also going to go with higher, yeah. The actual rating is 6.7. I was going to be upset if it was 6.3. It was was higher, right? Yeah, Yeah, it was higher. (laughs) You did did good. Uh, Cassie, it's your round two pick now. Okay, I'm going to go for Rec Hat per layer. <sighs> I'm, I'm assuming that translates to record player. Yes. That's such a stretch. Uh, so, through <laughs> cat pun. Okay, your film is Cat's Eye from 1985. Ooh. Description A stray cat is the linking element of three tales of suspense and horror. So, this is a weird sort of Stephen King anthology movie. Um,. Where there's just like there's just three Stephen King short stories put in a movie and, and like just cat. yeah there's a cat that like binds them together. It's weird. Plot keywords include reference to Dean Martin, reference to P.T. Barnum, and reference to Cabbage Patch Dolls. Okay, this is a full of references. <laughs> What's this movie yeah. called again? A uh, cat's eye. 19,167 people rated this movie. God, that movie sounds so 5.2 to me. Okay, is that, is that your guess? Yes. Alright, 5.2. Eric, do you think it is higher or lower? Lower. Alright, and Emily. What was the rating again? 5.2. Hmm. I'm gonna say lower, too. Stephen King movies usually aren't very good. That's true. <laughs> well, the actual rating is 6.3. Damn it. Hell Damn yeah. it! That number! <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it's very common. Yep. Excuse me while I go play the lotto. <laughs> uh, give me a second. I need to I don't figure think you some stuff out. Decimal points in lottery. Uh, I could do six, three, and zero on the pick three. <laughs> okay, so uh, current scores, unless I have fucked up somewhere, which is entirely possible. Uh, Cassie has eight. Eric has uh, five, and Emily has ten. Nice. That 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 perfect guess is what got me up there. I kind of screwed up mostly, yeah. I think. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're gonna go back to the. Original order, Cassie. Round three. Grass. Grass. Okay. Grass. Grass. I, I, I'm out of puns. I, I got. I'm out. I'm Catnip. <laughs> cat grass. Well, cats. Cats will sometimes like eat grass, so they can. Or is that dogs? I don't know. I think that's both. Um, maybe. Yeah. And here's okay, where grass. I put in the dry heaving sound effect. No. You God. Wow.
Cassie, you get The Cat Returns from 2002. Oh, fuck! I love that movie! I thought he was a goner. Me and Cassie watched that movie together. It was so good! Oh, I love that movie! Uh, yeah, this this was like the the one like the first Studio Ghibli movie that was not directed by Miyazaki, right? I think so. I think it was the first. Actually, I think yeah. it, it might it might have been like a switcheroo. I think there might have been another director, and Miyazaki and them switched off each other. And this was like someone completely new, though. This was like a new, a brand new director who had never directed anything before. That they were trying to see if they could like continue the Jib- Ghibli legacy and I thought it was amazing I love Cat Returns it's great but it's definitely not oh, no, one of the better Ghibli movies but it's I love it I think it's great yeah. um, anyway plot description after helping a cat a young girl finds herself involuntarily engaged to a cat prince in a magical world where her only hope of freedom lies with a dapper cat statuette come to life the Baron's so good <laughs> keywords include teenager chase and bus. 35,826 people rated this movie. Cassie, what is the IMDb rating for The Cat Returns? I love this movie. 7.8. Okay, 7. Po- Ooh, wow, that is a high number. Okay, but uh, well, it's a high number, but it's a good movie. Yeah. Eric? I am going to guess higher. I'm going to hope for higher. Because if it's lower than that, I'm going to be sad. Yeah, that's the thing. I want it to be higher than that, but I don't think it will be. The actual rating for The Cat Returns is 7.3. Ah, oh, damn. It's so close. Yeah. Well, clearly some of y'all need to get in there and give it higher ratings. Yeah. <laughs> but in the meantime, Eric, it's your pick again. I am going to go with copyright. All right, copyright. Your movie is Cool Cat Saves the Kids from 2015 description cool cat teaches kids about safety dealing with bullies and having fun with others so i don't know have you all heard of this before i feel like jesus should be in here somewhere uh cool cat saves the kids is um a one of those famously like so bad it's good things that people like to like ironically watch online um, and there was a whole kerfuffle where, like, the creator tried to get it, like, tried to take someone to court over putting it on YouTube or something, because, like, people, you know, are making fun of it and stuff, and it's it was a whole to-do. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's just this, some, some dude, like, made a, made up a character called Cool Cat, and is, like, a dude in a suit, and is, like, teaching kids about safety and stuff, and there's, like, some actual, like, known... Like minor, but known like actors and actresses in these things, and it's really weird. So it's it's not an actual cat though; it's just a guy in a suit. It is a guy in a suit. That is so disappointing. Oh, you mean you mean like a cat suit though, like mascot costume or? Yeah, mascot costume. Okay, I thought thought you said I thought you meant just a dude in a suit. Like he's like. I thought you meant in like a superhero suit. No, no, like, like he's like a like a sports mascot kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like, totally spy. Oh, you mean like, like a fursuit? This is going completely nowhere. Um, plot keywords yeah, include. <laughs> plot keywords include comic sans, cyberbullying, oh and gun safety. Uh, five thousand four hundred and five people rated this movie. 
That is a cool cat, Emily. It is a cool <laughs> cat you just posted. Uh, Eric, what is the IMDb user rating for Cool Cat Saves the Kids from 2015? Okay, so I feel like this type of movie would have a lot of ironic ratings. So I'm going to give it 6.8. All right. Cassie, higher or lower than 6.8? Lower. Emily? Lower. All right, the actual IMDb user rating for Cool Cat Saves the Kids is 5.2. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Emily, baby, sweetie, you get to pick a category. Yeah, I think I might know what this is, and if it's not what I think it is, I'll be a little disappointed, but um, three-word title. Three-word title, and it probably is exactly what you're thinking it is. You get a talking cat from oh, that's 2013. N- that's not Do what I, I thought it was. Do I get bonus points for <laughs> saying that you're going to say it exactly like that? I mean, everyone knew it was. I was going to like that's the that's the only way to say it. There's an exclamation point, a question mark, yeah. and an exclamation point in the title. Yeah, exactly. You have to. So, plot description for a talking cat is a sassy feline helps a family resolve its problems. Uh, very similarly to Cool Cat Saves the Kids, this is a famously so, so bad. bad. It's good. So so like film intended for children. Uh. It's really bad. Okay. Um. I, again, I, it's not the movie I, I was hoping it was going to be. I was hoping for okay. cat, Cats Can't Dance. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that movie's awesome, because it's, it's, it's got talking animals. I, do, I should give you the rest of the information. Uh, the plot keywords include question mark in title, exclamation point in title, <laughs> and punctuation in title. <laughs> God damn it. I love it. <laughs> that's that's why the category name I gave for it was three word title. That's all the like that's all the plot keywords it has is just the things that describe the title. <laughs> that's not the plot. Nothing about the plot except the word cat. Um, Eight hundred and twenty-two people rated this. This is the fewest ratings of anything I have on the list. Eight hundred and twenty-two people. I love the part in the movie where like I think it's the lady takes a. Some, some food out of the oven and she's using her bare hands but then another character grabs it and he's like oh it's so hot and drops it and they get mad at him and it's like that doesn't okay oh, whatever so <laughs> no I've seen reviews of this movie uh, yeah yeah this definitely this, this definitely made the rounds on the YouTube oh uh, absolutely dudes talk about bad movies scene yeah um fuck I'm gonna say it's 4.5 Alright, Cassie, higher or lower than 4.5? I'm gonna go higher. And Eric? I think if Cool Cat can get over a 5, I'm gonna go higher. Alright, and the actual rating is 2.5. Oh, Holy shit. shit. Yes! Yeah. Yes! <laughs> yes. Alright. I knew it was gonna be really low, but I didn't want to go too low, because I knew it would just say, like, higher and then win. But yeah. Alright, so I actually forgot to make those uh, last few questions worth three points. They were worth two, by mistake. Okay. So I'm just going to say that now this is round three. <laughs> it's a real shit show, folks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but final round. <laughs> Emily, pick you. another category. We're going to go in reverse again. Okay. Listen, folks, if you've listened to this before, you know that the last question is the only one that matters anyway. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, well, we're trying to do uh, Right now, Emily has 16, Cassie has 14, and Eric still has 5. Oh, no. He didn't, he didn't make any points in the last round at all. 
Don't worry, I've got an ace up my sleeve. I'm gonna go with Tailway Station. God. Sorry. Railway if I, Station. If I could roll my R's, I would have done that, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I'm, I'm actually really glad you picked this one. Railway Station. Your movie is Cat People from 1982. Okay. Description. A young woman's sexual awakening brings Ooh. horror when she discovers her urges transform her into a monstrous black leopard. Monstrous how? Like, is it like a literal black leopard, or is she like a in a fursuit? I think she turns into a, like, a literal animal. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> uh, plot keywords include human sacrifice. Oh. Yeah. Incest. Oh. And family tradition. Did you say obsessed? So it's an anime. Oh. Incest. Incest. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That was that was the family yes. tradition joke there. Yeah. Oh um, god. <laughs> Sixteen thousand and ninety-two people rated this movie. That's nice. too many people. Yeah. Also, like I will say, like when I was trying to pick uh, plot keywords for this, most of them were like panties, no panties, female nudity, male nudity, sex, pubic hair, like just. Just an extensive, like, exhaustive list of all of the, like, sex things that are in this movie. Oh my god. Um. (laughs) Uh, you know what? 6.3. God. (laughs) Can't see higher or lower than 6.3. It's lower. And Eric? I hope it's lower. The actual rating is 6.3. No, it is. Oh, damn it. I was hoping. It's 6.1. Oh, shit. Wow. I barely <laughs> lost that. Listen, I, 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 I guessed once perfectly. I'm happy if I whether I win or lose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you nailed one of them. That's good. Yeah. Um, all right, Eric, you got two choices left. I'm going to go with liquid, but it's spelled L-I-C-K. Because uh, a cat. I'm dying. I'm dying. Speaking of dying, uh, your movie is Felix the Cat the Movie from 1988. Wait, what? Yeah, there was a Felix the Cat movie in the 80s, and it's fucking oh, weird. I heard Fritz the Cat, and I was like, wait, they made a second one? <laughs> no, Felix the Cat, no, I mean, yeah. I think they more. did, actually. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I think it was called, like, The Nine Lives of Fritz the Cat or something. Like, yeah, there, w- there was a second one of those. Uh, plot description. In another dimension, the villainous scientist, the Duke of Zill, with the help of his mechanical geometric army, take over the land of Oriana, prompting Felix the Cat to save its princess and restore order once again. Keywords include... Cylinder, Surrealism, and reference to John Wayne... 1,174 people rated this movie. Eric, what is the IMDb user rating for Felix the Cat the movie? 4.1. All right. Cassie, higher or lower than 4.1? I'm going to go higher. And Emily? Uh, I was, I was going to say higher, too. I mean, you can. I didn't take up all no, the no, higher. No, no, no. I, 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 I'm, saying, I'm saying higher. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> the actual rating is... 5.0. Just an even 5.0. Wow. It's kind of a shame that Matt's not here. He would have had a chance to nail one. <laughs> he usually says that, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah. Alright, Cassie, you don't have any choice. There's only one movie left, and it's Real Estate Agent. 
Are you ready? Yeah, probably. Sure. Still <laughs> your movie point. is The Cat in the Hat from 2003. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Description. Two bored children have their lives turned upside down when a talking cat comes to visit them. A talking cat? Yeah. Got flipped turned upside down. Yeah. Just, you know, the life got flipped turned upside down. You gotta take a minute, just sit right there. So on and so forth. Yes. <laughs> uh, plot keywords include meat cleaver, hand sanitizer, and Carmen Miranda impersonator. Oh, all right. I just, I just want to yeah. throw it out there, but I just decided to start looking up Cats Can't Dance just to see pictures of that movie, and the it it auto filled to Cats Can't Eat. Oh no! What? They, can't. they can eat. Uh, what? <laughs> Is that maybe people googling like health problems for their cat? It must be. It must be. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Yeah, that's, that's got that's got to be just veterinary advice people are looking for. Uh, 40,909 people rated The Cat in the Hat from 2003. Cassie, what do you think the rating is? 3.8. 3.8. Okay. Eric, is it higher or lower than 3.8? Higher. And Emily? Lower. Alright. Well, the actual answer is... Hell yes! Hell yes! I'm so proud of you! Good job! Alright, current scores are probably actually supposed to be way different from what I have here, but what I do have is Cassie at 31, Eric at 8, Emily at 19. Wait, what? Cassie's wrecking us. Good job, Cassie! (laughs) But none of that matters. Because of this Final last round one. is, as always, worth 10,000 points. <laughs> and you're all going to send me your answers individually. Oh, I'm so excited. Yep, yep, yep. The final movie has nothing to do with cats, but it has everything to do with cat. Actress Catherine Sutherland, as oh, we discussed shit. in her actor spotlight, she only had one shot at being in a major motion picture and all of her scenes were cut. Oh no! Yeah, it sucks. That movie is the Jennifer Lopez movie The Cell from 2000. Oh, I remember that movie. Yeah. Plot description. An FBI agent persuades a social worker who is adept with a new experimental technology to enter the mind of a comatose serial killer in order to learn where he has hidden his latest kidnapping victim. Keywords include horse, wall clock, and race against time. That horse scene is fucked up. Of course, I'm race so disappointed time. none of you caught the race against time joke between the horse and the wall clock. Um, oh my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> I still don't get it. It's alright. It's a bad joke. <laughs> if it's a thinker, it's a stinker. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Um, oh my god. 85,000. 855 people rated this movie. I love my dork boyfriend. Ugh. <laughs> Alright, go ahead and send me your ratings, y'all. Already did. Like, middle of you describing the movie. <laughs> Might be a good scene, because I, I, that's what I did for Fritz. So I was like, oh, I All know right. this number right away, so. Okay, so... 
All right, so now that you've sent your answers to me, Cassie, what was your guess? 6.8. Emily. 7.2. And Eric. 6.3. Shit, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really blocked in there. The actual IMDb user rating for the cell from the far-off year of 2000 is... Six point three. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Like, I mean, I lost, but like, that is the best way to lose. And like, I like how all three of us guessed one dead on with with the dominating final score. I'm so proud. Ten thousand and thirteen, because he still gets the five point bonus. (laughs) The tortoise wins the race. Eric. <laughs> and that's that has been the IMDB game for this week. <laughs> that was incredible. On one hand, I'm thrilled that I got it dead on, but on the other hand, I'm disappointed because I was going to edit in you saying the scores differently so that I won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was your foolproof plan? <laughs> yes, that was the ace up the sleeve. <laughs> Well, see, like that, that's monster. the thing is you don't need to do any editing because I'm bad at keeping score anyway. Um, but anyway, so that's that's been that. Uh, folks, normally we don't do these games. Normally we do questions and stuff. If you want to send a question to Teenagers with Attitude, Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group. Teenswithtude at gmail.com is our email. At Teenswithtude is our Twitter. I personally don't have access to any of that stuff. Zach, our usual host, does. So just send your shit to him. Go bug him. Go to audioentropy.com to hear this podcast and a bunch of other great podcasts that we're all working on. You can hear Eric's podcast, uh, Inside the Master Studio, where he interviews uh, game masters and dungeon masters about how they host games. You can hear some other podcasts that have Emily and I on them. Cassie, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I'm on Twitter. App definitely exists. All right, cool. I'm very disappointed none of the movies were The Cat from Outer Space. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, does anybody Should have be. anything else in particular they wish to plug? Anybody else want to plug any cat movies? I mean, I already did with Cats Can't Dance. Yeah, sure. Is um, it Cats Can't Dance or Cats Don't Dance? I always thought it was Don't. Oh, you're right. It is Cats Don't Dance. You're right. Fuck. Yeah, they can't. They just don't want to. I mean, this cat does. <laughs> this, cat, yeah, this cat very obviously wants to. It's, it is, it is in fact, crucial to the plot that this cat very I much mean, enjoys like, dancing. I don't even know if this is a good movie. I just know that when I was a kid, if you had, like, anthropomorphic animals in your movie, I would instantly want to see it and like it. I, huh. As I understand it, I haven't seen it, but as I understand it, it is a well-regarded movie. Uh, Eric, you got anything you want to plug? No, not in particular. All right. fan flippin So that has been Teenagers with Attitude. Go to audientropy.com to find more stuff of this and from us and there's the donate button if you want to help us host the site this is this whole thing is a mess so we're going to wrap this up uh for teenagers with attitude i have been mike do the sign off order i didn't see it you don't i didn't you do not have a sign i've been emily (laughs) i've been eric i've been cassandra and 6.3
Good podcast. This means something. It's important.